welcome to the podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Katie. And this is One Kiss Means Forever. This is the podcast where we sit around the fire and watch all the wonderful made-for-TV romances that are so beautiful, but oh, so bad. (laughs) Yes. Uh, These are the kinds of things that you see on Netflix, Lifetime, Hallmark, and uh, other sorts of places that you watch your entertainment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so before we get into this, uh, we have a little bit of housekeeping. Um, some of you may or may not know this, and it's totally no judgment either way. But Christmas begins, according to Hallmark Channel, on October 26th. Yep. Which is, uh, I should say, Christmas begins, according to Hallmark Channel, on October 26th. 2019 this year yes so that means that we're gonna make a little bit of a change after this we're gonna go into christmas mode and we're gonna go weekly through christmas yep so you'll ah, be- <laughs> you, get, you get extra us for your christmas presents <laughs> You will get extra One Kiss Means Forever because, as we know, this is sort of like prime time for our formulaic made-for-TV romances with all of the tropes. Yeah. I mean, we're going to pretty much be sticking to Christmas movies. Mm -hmm. Um, We haven't discussed all of them, but some of them will be older ones. Some of them will be ones that are airing this year. Kind of however we feel like it as we go. Um, But we're going to try to get you one every week. And yeah, and yeah. be sure to follow us on Twitter too. I'm just gonna say that again. We'll say it again at the end because we always do. But follow us on Twitter because um, we have some epic live tweets during Christmas time. Yeah, we do. Also, if there's one that you like, either love or hate, and really want us to cover, let us know. We're we'll take your suggestions. Can't can't make any promises, but we'll take them. We'll hear them, <laughs> and then we will decide. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Um, but we're not quite at Christmas yet, so, so we've got a fall one. Sort of. It's sort of, I feel like it's non, non-seasonal. non True, but it's got fall in the title. Yeah, but not that kind of fall. I know, but I'm just going to say it is. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so we are going uh, in a direction we don't get to go in as often because there are fewer of them technically, but we're going to go Netflix rather than Hallmark or anything this week. And we're going to be discussing the movie that came out uh, this August, right at the end of August, called Falling in Love. And in is spelled with two N's, as in the place where you can rent a room and sleep. Falling Hotel Love. (laughs) Yes. Oh, it is a falling in. Get it? It is a falling in. Oh, Oh, my God. Okay, spoilers. Um, so this is what Netflix has to say about this movie. When a San Francisco exec wins a New Zealand inn, she ditches city life to remodel and flip the rustic property with help from a handsome contractor. Starring Christina Milian, Adam Demos, and Jeffrey Bauer Chapman. Great. So, Gabriella, played by Christina Milian, is a career woman in San Francisco working on eco-friendly building developments. She is not appreciated at work, nor is she appreciated by her boyfriend of over two years. He won't let her eat carbs. 
Um, mm-hmm. Her best friend gives her the advice that she should give her boyfriend an ultimatum about the future. Gabby um, arrives at work to find out that the company she works for suddenly has gone under and she no longer has a job. So she decides to take her friend's advice about her boyfriend, whose name is Dean, um, partly due to financial reasons, um, thinking about the whole moving in together thing. Um, But in doing so, Gabby ends up breaking up with him since he can't commit to moving in with her because he can't even commit to a shelf at her house. So now she is sans job and boyfriend fun so with her life spiraling alone in her house with her ice cream and her wine as any good post job and boyfriend girl knows to do oh yeah uh gabby clicks on an email offering a chance to win in 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 new zealand shockingly um this is not a scam i'm still confused about this (laughs) uh she because she applies and of course she wins because we wouldn't have a movie if she didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, she just basically just packs a bag and heads off to New Zealand to see her beautiful new inn that she is sort of under the assumption, like, is running nice and smoothly, and she just owns it. Totally. The picture is really nice and cute. She has to write an essay about why she should have the inn. Yeah. They're like, congratulations, you won. And she's like, sounds legit. Yeah. Also, um, I'm... The one thing that bothered me is there was a like a little fee that you had to pay to like enter. Right. They didn't tell us how much it was. I guarantee that was like a hundred bucks. I felt like that was a part of the story that I was actually like, I want to know that business plan, <laughs> and it never comes up again. I bet <laughs> they cut something out um, <laughs> for sure. So, upon arriving in New Zealand, Gabby realizes that the inn, called Bellbird Valley Farms, is actually quite remote. Um, It takes her a plane flight and three buses to even get to the town, or really the stop that's like a kilometer away from the town. Um, She's looking for service on her cell phone by the side of the road when her suitcase rolls away from her and crashes into an oncoming truck. There is a cute guy driving this truck. Jake, played by Adam Demos. Demos? Demos. Hmm. Somebody. Really hot New Zealander. Um, And he offers to drive her into town, but she insists, no, she's all right on her own, and in a sense she's really shooting herself in the foot because she's going a long way in very insensible shoes. Yes. So, Gabriella eventually makes it into town because she has to walk there because they don't have taxis because it's rural. Um, and she makes it to the little cafe where she is greeted immediately by the adorably gay owners. Oh my god, I loved them. I loved them. And they were all sorts of stereotypes. But I also love them. Um, but at least they're married. I was pro that too. Sure. Um, so this, this couple who owns this cafe, they take to her immediately. Like, she walks in and they're like, oh, we love you. Here's a free coffee. You're our new best friend. It was real fast. Um, so she uh, takes her coffee and the directions she gets from them, and she heads to her inn, and there's no more trouble. Right. I, I got the feeling when they gave her the free coffee, because she's like, I'm the new owner of the Bellbird Valley Farm. They were like, oh, honey, you should have this coffee. <laughs> 
Because... You're gonna need it. Yes, because arriving at the inn, Gabby finds out that it was sorely misrepresented online. Um, while it was what likely once beautiful, like the picture indicated, it has since fallen into disre- disrepair. Uh, the doors are falling off their hinges, the windows are broken, there's a goat living inside, and uh, the water and electricity are faulty, and the furniture is like ancient and broken no one is working there no one is staying there it is very suspect that she should even be staying there (laughs) um and that's what she's gotten herself into yes but since she has nothing better to do you know she doesn't have a job she doesn't have a boyfriend uh gabriella decides that she's gonna fix up the inn and flip it so she quickly makes friends with the hardware store guy norman who she quote unquote nicknames norm (laughs) It, that was actually a very cute scene where she was like, Norm, can I call you Norm? I'm going to call you Norm. And then keeps going. I was like, please do. I've he, never had a nickname. And he was so excited about it. Um, and the nursery owner, Shelly, uh, she owns like the garden center nursery place. Um, she only really is having trouble getting along with two people. One of them is the owner of the other B&B in town. Her name is Charlotte. And of course, Jake. Yes. So Jake is also a contractor. Lucky, lucky. Um, a smart person would want his help, ask for his help, beg for his help. But no, Gabriella is going to play the bitchy American superiority card. But Jake seems to like her anyway, somehow. <laughs> um, the two are doing the antagonistic flirty thing, which is just angering Gabby even more. Um, but eventually the ice does start to thaw when the two are forced to share a table at the cafe um, due to um, overcrowding because of a rugby match, I think. Um, and so that leads to a very date-like evening. And then Gabriella gets a cold. <laughs> uh, and so Jake, Shelly, the cafe owners, um, and the doctor come over to help her. Um, and they bring her soup and tea. Drink this, eat this, go to sleep, basically. And when she wakes up, Jake has fixed her kitchen sink, which was like running brown water. Mm-hmm. It was gross. Um, and so she is running really low on cash at this point. She's she's sunk all her money into this and like nothing's fixed already. And she comes up with this idea. She asks Jake to come on board with her as a 50-50 partner because she didn't actually spend any money to get it. So she's like, split costs with me, split work with me, and we'll split profits. And since you're a contractor and actually know how to do this stuff, that would be very helpful. So the two start working together and getting along for the most part. Um, They are kind of the opposite ends of the spectrum um, with certain things. They do disagree about things like modernization. Um, He is very like, this is a classic old thing. She's very like, let's modernize it. Um, She has all these really cool eco-friendly gadgets that are amazing, like solar power statues and gray water things, whatever. But eventually they seem to work it out and they become friends in in the process. They are now... Most definitely flirting. Um, But Charlotte is not happy about how cozy Gabby is getting in New Zealand. Um, While Gabby and Shelly go shopping, Charlotte swipes Gabby's phone and texts Dean, the ex-boyfriend, and tells him to come to New Zealand to profess his love, hoping that will convince Gabby to leave. Yes. 
because the whole thing is that Charlotte wants to have a B&B &B empire of two whole B&Bs in their rural little town. <laughs> she calls it her empire. I know. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Jake and Gabby go on an actual date, which is a hiking date, and it goes very well. They go to all the different kinds of locations you can go to in New Zealand in one hike, which is all of them. <laughs> all of Middle Earth. <laughs> um, they have a picnic, and they read a bunch of old love letters that they found in the walls of the Belford Valley Farmhouse. It is quite a suspenseful story um, about a soldier who is fighting in World War One and his sweetheart back home. But the, the letters end abruptly, and... They also don't use names. They call themselves Lion and Firefly. So there's no easy way for Jake and Gabby to find out if the soldier made it back, um, if the couple were able to get married, what was going on. Um, but it's sort of a like unknown love story that they decide they're going to just imagine the fairy tale ending, and it's better for them not to know definitively. And so they share a kiss. Yes, it's very sweet. Very cute. Um, so, the Bellbird Valley Farm is done. And it's ready to be sold. Um, and it is the dream home that Gabby wanted to build with all the smart features and solar power and recycled water and things like that. They have also kept the old charm, the charm of the old house with, like, the original fireplace and the sink. It's a really nice, like, new meets old synthesis so they have this open house party and of course at this very moment dean shows up boop, boop, boop. um so since jake had thought he was starting something with gabriella he's very hurt to see dean and have charlotte refer to dean as gabby's boyfriend gabby is shocked she apparently never saw the text that went from her own phone mm -hmm. which i kind of understand yeah um, Dean has also brought with him an Australian developer or realtor person mm -hmm. who wants to expand into, into New Zealand, um, and own inns and B&Bs in New Zealand. And Charlotte realizes that she has made a terrible mistake, um, as having a corporation own the B&B is way worse than having Gabby own it. True. Especially an Australian corporation. <laughs> Um, so Jake and Gabby are offered a lot of money by the developers and they agree to the sale even though neither of them really want to sell but they have communication issues like most people do in these movies and they believe that that's what the other person wants but as maybe they are going to figure it out by actually speaking to each other, a call comes in that Charlotte's B&B &B is on fire. And since the town's fire department is all volunteer and pretty much everyone is a volunteer firefighter in the town, everybody rushes over to help. Jake is actually the fire chief of the mm. volunteer fire. Yeah, he is. Fighting unit. Um, and there's one unaccounted for person in the B&B &B who hasn't come out and he rushes in to find them. Um, but Charlotte also shows up and she's like, oh my god, my B&B is on fire. And she is having all the feelings that one would have when your house is on fire. And she rushes in too. And so Gabby, being Gabby, runs in after her and pulls her and some of her dolls out. Because she has a creepy little like <laughs> dollhouse thing going on. But whatever. To each his own. Um, 
And everyone's really worried about Jake because there's like an explosion. But he comes out of the fire all heroic and shit and carrying the missing guest in the fireman's hold. And it's like, yay, everybody's alive. Nobody got hurt. Yeah, so the next day at the bank, Gabriella admits to everyone that she is not going to sell the bellbird to anyone. She realizes that she has made a unilateral decision and screwed Jake out of a lot of money, but she apologizes for it and um, she wants to know Jake's terms. <laughs> He's like, you ask my terms after you say no. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. She's like, yeah, I did do that. I'm sorry. Um, so Jake meets her at the Bellbird Valley Farm with some info that he has found um he was able to track down the marriage license for two people um that they are pretty sure is the couple from the love letters um it's a little unclear as to why he's done such a thing since they agreed not to but that couple did get their fairy tale ending and he also has a letter of his own which gabby of course reads out loud and it states that he wants to live in his dream house just like she does and his dream house is the same house as her dream house, Bellbird Valley Farm. Hmm. So Gabriella wants to confirm that the letter is not a business partnership, but is actually a love letter to her. <laughs> and Jake does confirm that it is a love letter. And they kiss. And because one kiss means forever. We know they're going to work and live at the farm and everything's going to be great in New Zealand. Plus, they did get a girl goat for the boy goat that came with the place. <laughs> it's happily rafter for all. Yes. The end. The end. Blah. Yes. So, <laughs> that was falling in love. Yeah. Thanks, folks. Bye. Um, so, I have a lot of logistical problems with this movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, so I just want to go over a few of them. So first of all, she has to write this essay to win the in. And she writes it as if she is giving like a in-person talk. She says things like, you know, like, I decided to do this, you know, kind of deal. Which is a terrible way to write an essay. Well, she's obviously not an essay writer. She's no, not but a writer. then how did she win? I don't think anyone else but her thought it wasn't a scam. But at some point, Charlotte does say, like, he cleaned up the the owner. I don't know. My guess, okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to venture out because, so she's, like, eating ice cream and she's, like, drinking wine and she writes her terrible Twitter essay mm-hmm. and then she passes the fuck out. When she wakes up, she realizes that she won. So it's like not even that big of a turnaround. I am guessing that the guy um, who was doing this, because we never meet him because I think no. he adios is to Denmark or something like that. Yeah. I think he probably was just like, okay, I got to pick somebody. Uh, what was the last one? Okay, done. Yeah, that's very <laughs> possible. That is true. Okay, so there's that. The, the fact that they, they never discuss the entrance fee for this bothers me on a lot of levels. The fact that Charlotte is able to steal her phone and text from it, I don't know any phones that don't just lock these days. Like, yeah. the, most of them, you, you need a password or a thumbprint or a face. It just seemed very weird and not logical to me. Unless then, it stayed open for some reason. Yeah. Oh, also, she takes one plane and three buses. Now, I haven't really checked and done a lot of 
a lot of searching. And I realize we live in New York, so it's slightly different than San Francisco. But I am 90% sure from New York, there's not a direct flight to New Zealand. <laughs> and by not a direct flight to New Zealand, I believe as in you have to go to Australia or like Hong Kong first. Which it's not like, oh, you have to go to California and then there's a, a direct one from there. So it could be very wrong, but it seemed like, is there a direct flight from San Francisco to New Zealand? Because it seemed like maybe there isn't. Oh, the things you pick out. I know. <laughs> I know. And I pick out the weirdest things. Um, and then one thing, they, they make this beautiful inn. They never make a business plan for it. So there's not like a, like they're definitely good at flipping houses, but are they good at running an inn? Um, do they have a web presence? Are they getting any guests? <laughs> <laughs> um, so the funny thing about this movie is I feel like they, they make a lot of like one sentence mess, like expositions. So the, one of the earlier, one of the earlier scenes, they, um, Dean and Gabby are out for like dinner where he says she can't eat bread and he's going to get like that cool kale salad and he orders it for her. Um, he says, like, why, 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 in a couple weeks, why don't we go to one of those inns that you like so much? <laughs> and um, and so he infers, yeah, it's very, very quick. because So he infers that, like, she's into inns. She's very into inns. <laughs> she wants to be in with the inn crowd. Oh, God. You're okay. welcome. Um, Hallmark Hallmarks? Hallmark Hallmarks. Uh, <laughs> sorry. When the movie opens, the trope that is she's on a first name basis was the guy with the guy who gives her her coffee on the way into the office. <laughs> Hi, Peter. I'm gonna love this. Yeah, <laughs> that like that was my first one. Yeah, uh, she's a perfectionist. Sure. Talking during the yoga class. Mm-hmm. Um, she's underappreciated by both work and boy. Yeah. It's a big one. Um, moving into the New Zealand phase of the film, we this is your classic fish out of water, big city gal in a small town story. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I realize that often it's an inheritance, and this isn't quite an inheritance of an inn with a goat, but inns come with goats. <laughs> they do. I, I called this movie Under the Kiwi Sun, <laughs> And I think there might have been a goat there, too. Um, I don't remember. I have the movie on DVD, but um, I think you're right. <laughs> this is what I've learned from television. Inns come with goats when you get them. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've uh, taken over some property. Where's my goat? Isn't this your dowry? <laughs> you, I will give you my daughter for your inn and two goats. <laughs> Um, I know we. I know they talk about it later in the movie, but I what I did put down as one of my hallmark hallmarks that money is no object. Sure, they talk about the financial strain. However, I feel like there's money is still no object <laughs> because they did a lot of really expensive fancy, oh fancy my God. stuff. Yeah, like a ton. Like it's a smart house. You can control everything by an iPad. Right. Um. They are bad. They they do bad hiding from each other. 
and what I mean by that is they like do that stupid like oh, he's he's here and they like duck behind something and the other one like comes and like looks over and like finds them immediately because they're bad at it. Um, of course we have we we discussed it in the in the breakdown, but um, unwarranted antagonism. Like there is literally no reason for her to be such a bitch. <laughs> From the first second she meets him. Right. He offers her a ride and she is nasty to him. Yeah. And he's like dreamy McDreamerson and he's like saying, I can drive you into town because you are obviously a hot mess right now. (laughs) Also, you probably haven't slept in 24 hours. A brush your teeth. Yeah. I always bring my toothbrush though when I do. Yeah, the no, flicks. but but it's it's not quite as good of a brush. Truth. Okay, this is one we've never talked about, but is definitely a homework. Okay. The heroine comes to town, meets a woman who has lived in that town either all her life or a, for a long time, but apparently has no friends and needs a new bestie. <laughs> you are so <laughs> right. Oh my god. <gasps> Now I feel like I need to do a psychological study on a person who exists like that. It's like, oh, yeah, welcome. We went to school with all of these people. I have no one. <laughs> Please be my friend. Join my cult. Yes. <laughs> I have festival. <laughs> that was my next one, too. Yay. We have a festival. Um, they do have an interrupted kiss, and it is interrupted by our a goat, goat friend. Yay! What was the goat's name again? Gilbert. Gilbert. And I'm only because I can see your notes, and I just like, oh, and Gilbert has the goat is also in love. Is the end of your notes, <laughs> which I really like. <laughs> yeah, I was. I, I wrote they kiss and they will run the inn together forever. And Gilbert the goat is also in love. <laughs> <laughs> and we know it's a girl goat because it's wearing a pink bow. <laughs> Gender. Normativity. Norms. Yeah, whatever. Stupid. Um, on a totally unrelated note, and I might cut this, who knows, I bought a loofah today, mm-hmm. and the loofah quote for men was a full $2 cheaper than the pink one. That's a thing. It Pink sucks. tax is ridiculous. So I'm sorry, Gilbert girlfriend, go, you have to pay more money for that pink bow. Yep. <laughs> um, that was my, all my homework oh, homework. Okay, I have one more. Okay. Um, there is a friend who says to one of the couple that something along the lines of, but have you actually told her how you feel? Yeah. Like, they're like, she doesn't know because you didn't say it. It's like, can't she read my mind or something? I don't, I mean, I'm 100% in that boat. I believe strongly that everyone should be able to read my mind and know when I'm upset and what to do to make me feel better and I shouldn't have to tell you. I go to therapy. (laughs) (laughs) You you took the words out of my mouth and like, and this is why we go to therapy. (laughs) I have mine in the morning. Um, uh, Pretty parade. Do you have anything? I have... A pretty parade and an anti-pretty parade. Cool. So my pretty parade, uh, she has this cute little, like, leather bomber jacket that's in, like, a dusty rose color that I thought was really adorable. It didn't make any sense for New Zealand, but I'm not going to worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My anti-pretty parade was that 
I mean, obviously, Christina Marianne can wear whatever she wants. She looks beautiful. She's a beautiful person. She wore too many pairs of overalls. Oh, my God. She yeah. had, like, four different pairs of overalls in this movie. That's true. Well, because she's doing she's work doing a on a house. and you Yeah, can't. but just wear jeans like a normal person. No, because it looks better if you do it in overalls. Because it looks like she's working harder. No. Not buying it. <laughs> if I was a costumer, I would have done the same. Um, new and noteworthy. Did you have any? I did. I did too. So why don't you go first? So, um, I just love that there is a married male couple. Yeah, that was great. And they were, they were interracial, technically. Yeah, he was Maori and the other guy was white. Yeah. It's, I think it's less of a thing. In For, probably. Zealand, I'm but. sure. Um, mine was that they actually sit down and discuss the dead former partner of the relationship. Oh. Like, I feel like usually when that comes up, it's in a, like, I will always love her kind of way, as opposed to, like, oh, yeah, she had her faults, too. True. Um, yeah, Jake's, it, it, Jake's former girlfriend. Girlfriend has died in, like, a car accident or something. Yeah. Um, and, like, you kind of get the the impression that, like, maybe he was sort of on the way out of that relationship, and then he and then she died, and... Like, that was really hard for him to handle. Yeah. As opposed to, like, he will always love her. She was perfect. On a pedestal. Yeah. I sort of checked out during that scene. <laughs> so I'm glad that you were watching it closely. Um, I did have one more new and noteworthy, mm -hmm. which I think is worth discussion. Okay. So you know how in most of these romantic comedies that in order to make the, the beautiful, attractive woman more approachable, she has to be really super discombobulated and clumsy. Yeah. And... This is no exception. She was all over the place, always dropping shit, falling on her face, whatever. Yeah, she almost died once. Yeah, like, that was legit. scary. Like, yeah, she, she fell off, like, the balcony, like, the banister broke. And if he hadn't grabbed her, she would have fallen on, like, a stick a la Ursula at yeah. the end of Little <laughs> Like, it was legit scary. True. <laughs> but my new and noteworthy about this situation is that it seems like the town is as discombobulated and clumsy <laughs> as she is. Like, Norm gets tangled up in his telephone cord and, like, it drops everywhere. The chick who's at the, the town hall, like, falls over all the blueprints yeah. and everything. So it, it, it was more of, like, a less fish out of water of a, oh, I belong here. <laughs> yes. yes. Kind of thing. Did you have any supporting shout-outs? I was just in love with the, the bakery couple. They were great. I just really liked them. I thought they were so cute. Like, I want to be their best friend. Oh, yeah. And um, oh, I, I, I wrote down a line that okay, they said. Okay, what, what did you write down? I wrote, um, I'm not going to do the New Zealand accent, even though I tr want to try, but I'm not going to. So one says, I can't work out if they're meant to fall in love or kill each other. And the other says, maybe both. To which the other says, ooh, how exciting. <laughs> I wrote down that line. It was so funny. <laughs> it's uh, gonna be love or murder. <laughs> oh, so fun. So I had two supporting shout outs because I loved them both. Um, Norm, I just loved that he spent the rest of the movie being like, I'm Norm now. It's my nickname. I'm Norm. <laughs> I just I thought that was amazing. And um the other one, the person I think I loved most in this movie, I don't know why. Maybe it's just like my I'm dead inside. I don't know. The yoga teacher. So great. 
because they're talking during their yoga class in San Francisco at the beginning of the movie. And the yoga teacher just is like, you're disrupting, stop talking, stop talking. And the, and they don't because they're me in sixth grade. <laughs> and, and, so, and at some point she goes like, uh, or Gabby says like, I thought yoga was supposed to be relaxing. And the yoga teacher comes over and is like, and what if you would stop talking? <laughs> It's, and she's like crawling semi stealthily, but like there's this look of pure hatred on her face. She was like a tiger ready to pounce. It was really <laughs> funny. Oh, I skipped across the universe. Oh, did you have an across the universe? I sort of did. Okay, across the universe. At t- two different times, I look up the person who plays Jake and the person who plays Dean because they both look really familiar to me. And the reason they look familiar to me is they were both on the same show. <laughs> so um, so uh, Dean was um, one of a, a major character on Unreal, which is a really great um, TV show about uh, kind of a Bachelor type show. And um, Jake actually played one of the Bachelor kind of characters. <laughs> Uh, and I just thought it was really funny that I should be like, oh, he looks familiar. Unreal. Got it. Oh, he looks familiar. Unreal. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, so kiss meter. I said six. I said it was okay, but then while we were watching it, you just went, gross. <laughs> Which kind of made sense. <laughs> well, okay. So here's why I said, like, I was like, ew, or gross or something. <laughs> Because what she said before it was, now maybe I'll have my fairy tale ending. Oh, yeah. And I was like, are we still saying that? Are we still wanting a fairy tale ending? I, I really do think that we are, we have well progressed. Yeah, no. You know? Also, she Gross. was like so, like, a lot of the things she was so like pro-feminism, like I can do it myself. And for her to say that at the end right there is a little like, I don't believe you. What you would this character would never say such a thing. Right. And in what world is this specifically a fairy tale ending? Okay, cool. Now you get to run a business with this guy. <laughs> right. You like each other. Cool. Cool. Great. Like it's it's not one sided. Let's have awesome. that be reality and not a fairy tale. I think we're we're here. You deserve the love of a good man and yeah. he deserves a love of a good woman. So whatever. Anyway. So we're in agreement. That was the reason I was like, gross. So yeah. I didn't, wasn't even thinking about the, the, the kiss anymore. Because... <laughs> but, I just, but it made me laugh. And also... <laughs> yeah. Thanks. <laughs> but most importantly, Hannah, would you watch this movie? Eh, I think it can be skipped. Cool. I mean, like, really the only reason to watch it is if you're, like, practicing your New Zealand accent. And then you watch Flight of the Concords. Yeah. Instead. Or, uh, um... Why can't I think of the vampire movie? Oh, Things We Do in the Shadows? Yes, thank you. Or something like that? Yeah. Um, I said that I would watch it purely for the townsfolk. I was, yeah, the townsfolk were fun. I was very enchanted. I, lo- I love a good movie where, like, the people in the town are, like, bonkers, bizarre, and fun and cool <laughs> like that. I, I love those kinds of movies. Like, what was that movie? Um, Like, Waking the Divine. Did I you ever? Saw that. Oh, my God. It's so cute. But it's, you know, a small little Irish town, but they're so quirky and quirky in a lovable way. I felt that way about this movie. I could totally, like, cut everything else out yeah, and just like, have a movie about the like, town. Well, also, it was interesting, uh, we didn't talk about this, but um, when the credits at the beginning come out, like the title of the movie, it is designed like a home makeover show, and like, I feel like that would be a really fun thing to watch, was be like, 
New Zealand in revamping huh. makeover show. I didn't even catch that. Oh, it's got like the pointy roofs over the title. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> um, oh, I guess this is kind of a, a across the universe too. But my next, my last note is. Um, Thanks to the Great British Baking Show for letting me know what hokey pokey is. Because <laughs> they it they, is what it's all about. It is what it's all about, and apparently it's their version of honeycomb. And it is what it's all about because he brings her like New Zealand treats yeah. on their hike, and he's like, "This is hokey pokey ice cream." Yeah. Um. Uh, right. He he brought her picnic food. He brought her the weirdest picnic because it was a marmite sandwich, which Vegemite. Killed, oh, I'm, you're right. It was Vegemite, which kill me now. Yep. Um, there's something else which I've forgotten. Uh, Anzac biscuits, which okay. I really want to try. But don't they taste like nothing? I don't know, but they're, like, historical. <laughs> um, My understanding was that they taste like nothing. I could be very wrong. Let's go try. But then there but was then, also, like, beer or soda or something. There was yeah, some there kind was, of bottle. There, there, there was something to drink. And then there was the ice cream, which, like, it, it, I, I was like, nah, 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 yes, that's what I want. Give me the spoon. And that's what she did, too. Yep. <laughs> oh, but I was really happy that I had just watched the episode of The Great British Baking Show, also yeah. on Netflix. <laughs> so that's the Across the Universe part. Anyway, so that's Falling in Love. You're right. It's not about fall at all, but I'm just going to say it is. It's fine. doesn't matter. <laughs> so remember, guys, uh, we'll be back with you next week yay i said that that way because even though we're starting christmas it's actually halloween it is before halloween no it is halloween next week oh yeah the 31st i don't even know what date it is i don't either (laughs) 24th i think i think today is the 24th when you're listening to this yeah so then happy birthday dad (laughs) yesterday (laughs) He's not a listener. <laughs> I think he wants to be, but he doesn't really know how this works. So. <laughs> He's supportive. He sure is. Um, so if you would like to get in touch with us, uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter because we're going to have some mad live tweeting sessions um, uh, about everything. At um, So at one kiss means forever. That is number one kiss means number four ever. And that is both on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, and you can send us an email at onekissmeansforever at gmail.com where you are spelling everything out. So one kiss means F-O-R-E-V-E-R at gmail.com. Dot com. Dot com. Um, and thank you to Flint Pastures yes. for our intro and outro music. His stuff is on Spotify and on SoundCloud. And, and we'll, we'll talk to you next week. As we start our countdown to Christmas. See you soon. Bye. I have something in my eye and I can't see my notes. Um, 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 Nope, I'm good. Okay.